Welcome to the Hopeful Homeschool Podcast. This is Episode 3. Hi, I'm Daisy, a first-time homeschooler. And I'm Rachel, a long-time homeschooler. And we believe that a hopeful homeschool is possible, even in the midst of a pandemic. We believe that you have been called to be your child's educator for such a time as this. We believe that you are exactly the parent your child needs in this unexpected season. We believe that you are living for an audience of one. We believe that we are not meant to do this alone, but in community. As you navigate a new way of doing school, we are here to remind you that you can teach your kiddos with a hopeful heart. So put on your headphones, grab your coffee, ignore the mess, and join us for a prayerful moment, a practical tip, and a hopeful preparation for the coming week. So welcome to the Hopeful Homeschool Podcast. We are so excited to introduce to you our friend, journey companion, prayer warrior. Best hugger. Yes. Absolutely beautiful writer and just a lovely woman of God, Johanna Henderson. And she is here with us in person and it's so exciting. Yes, it is. I'm so glad that Johanna is going to be part of your lives this year. So so we, Johanna and I met one day <laughs> because a friend wanted to say, you have to meet Johanna. And I said, okay, I don't know who Johanna is. So then um, we met after a service and the rest is history. Like I needed to know. And for some reason, somebody else said, have you met Johanna? And I said, I couldn't remember where she went. Like I needed to know her again. And so then um, Johanna and I got to work together with If Dayton. And it was a wonderful year uh, having Johanna on the leadership team. But most, most importantly, I think it was the friendship that God continued to blossom through working together, being in each other's lives. And I didn't even know that I had been in Johanna's like aura of space for years because she lived behind my in-laws and I didn't even know. No way. I could have been her friend like my whole time that I lived here in Ohio. But God knew when we needed to meet. So uh, my favorite things about Johanna are just the way that she loves. Like when she walks into a room, um, the room lights up, and then God shows up with her every time. So it's really fun to see like the pouring out of God of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. wherever she is, um, in that she is always wanting to point us back to the Lord. What is it about what we're doing in life, what we're doing with um, our homes, our kids, our husbands? Just are you in the Word? What are you doing with it, and how are you getting reconnected with Jesus? Um, and so I love that about her. Yes, and Joanna and I met at If Dayton. Um, I remember uh, the first time I met Johanna, I I was a little confused. I thought maybe I had already known her from somewhere because <laughs> she just gave me this warm, welcoming embrace like we had known each other forever, and that was it. I was sold on Johanna. <laughs> <And> <laughs> 
<laughs> welcoming me into that space that has been such a blessing in my life. And um, some other moments I remember with Johanna over the last couple of years have been, um, I just have this image of her during our if gathering with her arms lifted in praise and prayer and thanksgiving. And it was a beautiful picture that, Johanna doesn't know, I actually snapped a photo of <laughs> because it was so stunningly beautiful to me. And um, Johanna has been a guest in my backyard with her boys who were instant friends with my children. And um, she's just such a warm person and such an encourager and such a bright smile. She's just a joy to be around. And so Without further ado, I'm going to pass the microphone to Johanna. And Johanna, uh, if you could tell us a little bit about you. Oh, my goodness. Ladies, I am just floored. <laughs> oh, my God, you were so good. Um, I just love you, Rachel. I love you, Daisy. Thank you for having me. Um, I am totally in love with my husband. We've been married for 21 years. We met in college. And I told the Lord, I was like, there's no way I'm going to meet my husband at a community college. <laughs> and boy, God's always good at showing me you are, whenever you say never, be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. So he, of course, proved me wrong. And we've been together for much longer than 21. But we've been married 21. We have three amazing boys. And I just love them so much. Um, they're 16, Daniel's 16, um, Caleb is almost 12, but he'll tell you he's 13, and <laughs> Micah's almost 10. Oh, my God. So I'm just, I'm floored. I'm like, God, how did I get on this journey, and I'm thankful to be here. Welcome. We are Thank so you. glad you're here. We have prepared a few questions that we are going to ask Johanna so that we can get to know her a little bit more. I'm just going to remind you that this type of podcast is really just a treat. It's not what you're going to find normally here, but we wanted to bring alongside other mamas that are in our sphere of influence who are doing this walk and doing an amazing job at schooling their children at home with purpose, with hope. And so we have a few questions prepared. And one of the first ones is, why do you homeschool? I want to know. I want, I'm going to go a little bit deeper because I want to know what you told God when he told you that you were going to need to homeschool. Oh, okay, girls. We're going to go a little bit back. So my oldest is 16. We've actually not always homeschooled. He went to a private school, and it was around third grade that we start feeling this call. Like, I felt like God was like, okay. You need to start thinking about homeschooling. I'm like, um, no, Lord, you have the wrong girl. I am not. I'm not a teacher. That's my sister. She has a teacher degree. I'm like an artist. Like, what do you want me to do? And um, I just started talking to my husband. He goes, I think that's where God's calling us. I'm like, girl, like, God, you're going to have to do a total rework in my brain. Because seriously, this girl was like, since I was praying the, paying the private school, I was like, you're going to teach them. I'm not even, I'm not going to teach them anything. I'm like, so God has totally flipped it upside down yeah. for me. Like he normally does. Yes, like he normally does. I can be stubborn. And it took probably almost a year. But he was so gentle to bring people to us. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't know we were thinking and praying of homeschooling. But that's how God is. He always goes before us. He always brings people into our lives to say, what do you think about this? Or when you just share your heart, like, I think God's calling me to homeschool. 
And they're like, oh, my goodness, you can do it because God helped me. Right. Amen. I love that. So then when you guys did start, what was one of the things that kept you thinking, okay, yeah, I can do this? Like, Like that big why, what became that vision behind that? Oh, my goodness. For us, it was. Um, God does equip us. He, mm-hmm. he equips us. He equips the called. So even though I didn't personally want that and I never envisioned that for our family, I was like, that's never going to be our family. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, again, just showed me how gracious he is. Yeah. And for, he was a very gentle switch because Daniel was going to go into fourth grade. And so our private school actually had a branch of um, homeschooling. Okay. Like a, not like a hybrid, but it uh-huh. was like a homeschooling so he could actually go back and do art with his friends so it was a very gentle switch for us and I know that he needed that time so again if God is calling someone to homeschool God is going to be gracious enough to do things for your kid that you don't even understand what they need right and and so but then after that year of help mm-hmm. I was like okay we got this yeah. like God's gonna help us yeah yeah that's awesome so it sounds to me like you are Overall, trusting the Lord with the why behind Mm -hmm. homeschooling and that you are allowing him to just work not just in your life, but in the lives of your children like he wants to do anyway. Yes. Um, And I think sometimes we feel like I need my children to be this way and I need them to turn out like this. But we get to watch God work in our children. Yes. Is when it all comes down to it. Amen. Amen. Uh, Johanna, could you share with us um, any challenges or difficulties that you've encountered as you've been homeschooling? What have been some hurdles for you that you've had to overcome? I know you kind of just mentioned that even beginning homeschooling was a little bit of a hurdle for you. But after that, once you began the journey, what are some things that you've encountered um, that have been hard for you and for your family? Okay, so I've Honestly, there's been a lot. (laughs) I wish I could say, oh, it's amazing. You'll never have an issue. But that's just not it because God always asks us to rely on his strength. Right. So I feel like every year I'm like, okay, did this curriculum work? Is this kid getting what they need? Are they being fed emotionally, spiritually, physically on what we're doing? Is this bringing them life? Is this thriving for them? Um, So it's almost like a revamping every year, which I just wish – that might just be my situation, but I don't know. Um, but one of the biggest challenges for me personally was, so I didn't have to teach my first how to read. So when Kayla, my second one, was coming up, I was already homeschooling. I knew that's where God was calling us. But I was literally freaking out. I'm like, I'm going to ruin my child. Like, I can't, you're wanting me to teach him to read? Like, that's the foundation of everything. And I'm like, I was more scared about that than even the first year. Because I'm like, I just can't do this, Lord. I can't do this. And again, I just prayed. I was like, God, I know you've taught me so many lessons where you're going to come alongside. And he brought the right person with the right type of tools to use. And everybody's different. So, but the book that I used was 100 Easy Lessons on How to Teach Your Kid to Read. Something like that. Something like that. But that was a huge help for me um, because I didn't understand the basics of phonics. And so for me, that was huge. And God was like, okay, are you going to trust me, Joanna? <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a huge hurdle. And he reads well now. <laughs> so I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> he probably 
probably loves to read now. <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time, right? <laughs> Only the books he likes. Only the books he likes. Exactly. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> because that's how we are, too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that so much. So question three uh, for you, Johanna. What is a triumph or a beautiful thing that has come out of homeschooling for your family? Oh, um, so many things. Oh, my goodness. Um, just cultivating a love for the Lord. Like, we do table time in the morning, and it's just the devotions. It's talking about God. It's different ways to connect with God. I'll be like, hey, do we want to do, a like, a normal book devotional? Do we want to watch a video online? Do we want to just pray? Do we want to listen to worship music? Um, to see their hearts tender to the Lord and to actually draw, like, actually invite them into that presence, it's such an honor. I mean, and I feel blessed to even get to be a participant in this. Um, the family time has been huge. I just love it. I just, oh, my oldest is 16, and I'm like, it's going to be gone. And like, I mean, not gone, gone, but like I'm raising them to be independent men of God. So I want that, but then my mama heart's like, I just want to weep. <laughs> so, oh, help me, Lord, to let go. Gracefully. I want to go back to, if it's okay, question number four um, is sort of our takeaway from our time with Johanna. Um, what is some kind of practical piece of advice <clears throat> either that you've gleaned over your years of homeschooling or something that you wish someone would have told you um, from the beginning? Um, when I read this, the first thing that came to my mind was it's okay to wrestle with the Lord about this. Um, he's so gracious. It reminds me of Jacob in the Bible. Like, he just wrestled with the Lord that whole night, and God blessed him. And as much as I don't want to wrestle about it, it's not that I'm defiant. I'm just like, Lord, show me, prepare me, make a way. Um, these are his children anyways. I mean, God is reminding me that over and over. These are my kids. We get to steward this during these amount of years, and what a blessing it is. Um, pray, pray, pray. Make your hearts right with the Lord. And sometimes you don't have time, especially when they're little. Oh, my goodness, grace upon grace, mamas. Because when they're little, you just kind of scoop them up and bring them into your lap. Sometimes it's just having that quiet time with the Lord with your kids, just reading a psalm together. I mean, there's different seasons for everything. Um, so it's okay to wrestle. It's okay to say, God, just help me because I'm really doubting. Help right. me with my unbelief. So yeah. that's kind of my. That's definitely my favorite prayer in the Bible. <laughs> yes. And I love to say Help me it. with my unbelief, yes. Lord, please. Yes. <laughs> Amen. So this next round of our um, short time together is a fun one. We are very fun people. On yes, they podcast. are. They are. Oh, my God. <laughs> But uh, this one is going to be a little bit of just getting to know Johanna. And you probably are going to want to go get all these things, whatever she says. No. This is my favorite part of po podcasts that have these questions because I want to know, what are the people reading? What are they doing? Because I want to be more like Jesus in them that I see. So what are you reading? Um, I am. Okay. So I have a teenager. And I've been really like, Lord, how do I prepare his heart? Like, I know I can feel that tension of, like, he's kind of with, not withdrawing, but like, he's like, I want my independence. 
and I want to do this well, especially since he's my first. I feel like <laughs> poor kid was just like the practice child because you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. So um, I found this book called Parenting Beyond the Rules, Raising Teens with Joy, with Confidence and Joy. And I'm about halfway through, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it just kind of gives you a peek, probably more for uh, multiple teens, but it's just good, wise, of Christian, wise advice about how to love your teen. Don't try to shape them into who you want them to be. Give them space to grow. Um, so definitely, I, I'm reading that book right now. That's beautiful. And I want to ask you, Johanna, um, you're, you're homeschooling three boys, and you have a business that you run, quote, unquote, on the side, and you're also fitting in reading, so, <laughs> so super mom, but I want to know, what I want to know is how long have you been reading this book? How long do you think it's going to take you to finish this book? <laughs> and when are you fitting reading time into this busy homeschool mothering side job, not really side job, but job, working mom life? Can you tell us realistically what does that look like? Because I know in my mind when people start talking about all these things, I'm like, oh, no, I'm just managing my time poorly. She has time to read. I don't have time to read. What? What am I doing wrong? But I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. Not really. And so give us a realistic picture of what that looks like. Okay, I got a realistic <laughs> picture for you. <laughs> so I was reading this book last week, and we went to some appointment where I was like, oh, I can bring my book with me. I'll have a few minutes in a, an appointment, like waiting for the appointment. I don't know where the book is now. <laughs> I couldn't even remember the full name. So let's just get real. I had to go to Amazon through my orders and try to hunt down the true name of the book. And then I found out it's been more than three months since I've had this book. So girls, grace upon grace. Like, oh my goodness. But I do love audiobooks so much. I normally get audio on Hoopla. Like Daisy and I have talked a lot about yes. this. Hoopla. I love audiobooks on Hoopla. But for this, I just wanted like something um, tangible. to. I do love like book reading. Um, and I knew my other two are going to be teens, so I, I probably should have a copy of this. <laughs> so seriously, this is not something I'm like, I'll get it done in a week. Oh, my gosh, no. Obviously, I've misplaced it. I have no clue where it went. So that's real. And yeah, I'm totally as imperfect. As you can get. <laughs> I love it. So great. So great. So the next one is, what do you do for fun? Oh, um, we call them our walks and talks. So we really, I mean, we live in Ohio, so the, the winter part is really challenging. But during the spring, summer, fall, when it's nice, my husband and I, since we've been married, have always gone on walks and talks. And that's our time just to share our dreams, talk about our day. And so it's, it's just you and your husband. Well, now it's morphed into our kids. Okay. So, and now that they're getting a little bit older, when we say, hey, let's go for a walk, and they're like, ugh. And... <laughs> I'm like, okay, oh my gosh, me and my husband get a few minutes to go yeah. be by ourselves, and they are older guys, so it's like, it's okay. like there were days where we carried, oh my gosh, so many kids with us, right, right. so it's okay, there is seasons, and now I'm like, oh, there's gonna, we actually get to talk, like, and not worry, not filtered, you know, because right. your kids are around, so <laughs> um, I also love journaling, oh my goodness, I love yes. journaling, um, I also love 
um, writing. Um, right now I'm working on the very last part of my allegory, um, Journey of a New Name. I'm like, Lord, that's been forever. Talk about grace. Um, <laughs> it's been like a eight-year process. So nothing gets done quickly over here. I love that. So that's what, that's, that's something fun. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, what's, what's renewing you right now is the next question. Um, so I love my Bible app, the U version, right now. Um, I've been praying and praying, like, how can I read through the Bible? Um, and I love that they have an audio version. Yes. <laughs> so I'm just going to be real. Like, I'm doing their chronological version because I've never done that before. And I found that so cool. I'm like, oh, my goodness, Jeremiah and Ezekiel. Like, you just learn so much of the timeline of the Bible. Yes, that's my favorite. <gasps> oh, I just love it. I so. love it that it's Genesis and yes. then Job. Like, yes. <laughs> I know. <What? laughs> um. So that's audio. I am not, I don't know how some people can fit in that reading part, but I am listening to it. Yeah. And, um, and I love all their devotions on there, and a lot of them are audio too. Um, so that's something that's renewing my mind right now. a lot lately. And I think God is so gracious, right, to embrace us in the season that we're in. So it's okay that your Bible time is an audio book or audio you version while you're doing dishes or you're cleaning your house or, you know, if, if you have littles, you're holding your babies or nursing them or whatever it is that you're doing. It's God is just shepherding you in that wherever you are. It does not have to look like you sitting at a table in a quiet spot in the wee hours of the morning with your highlighter in your pen. You are just being fed by the word of God. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so I think that our last question, and I've seen a sneak peek of this answer, and so I am so eager <laughs> to answer, to ask you this question. My question for you is, what is your favorite guilty pleasure? <laughs> okay, so seriously, I wrote this down. I'm like, I'm going to be 100% honest. Perfect. And I hope I had you till now because you might be like, I'm not going to listen to this girl now. <laughs> um, my guilty pleasure is playing Fortnite with my kids. Oh, my word. And I I'm not never, joking. never imagined. No, oh, my gosh. I didn't either. Your guilty I, pleasure. I was like, I hated Fortnite. I was like, my kids are not going to play. Again, nevers. Oh, my goodness. God has shown me so much. Um, and then... I finally bent about a year and a half ago, and I let my son, I'm like, well, if you want it, you have to pay. I mean, it's tons of money to get systems and stuff. So they did, and then about six months into it, my oldest was like, mom, just come and sit with us. And I'm like, I said no to almost every other game except Pac-Man <laughs> and, like, you know, a few other ones. Now, back in the day when me and David were young married, we did play a few games, like race car games or something because he was into video games. But he is not into video games, like, now. And I am the one... <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? So it's just funny because I get to play with them and talk with them, and it's hysterical. I that is my guilty pleasure, ladies. I wow, I feel funny. I I've mean, literally never like I've come out. Like she's come out of the closet, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But what an amazing! That is so refreshing for me because I am not really good at saying yes to my kids when they ask me to play with them. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of things that go into play with that because 
I was raised that way, right. really. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just go take care of your own playing time, yeah. right? The adults are doing whatever <laughs> the adults are doing. So right now, just trying to say yes, it gives me courage and it helps me be encouraged because I don't always want to say no. <laughs> I don't, but whatever else feels like, oh, I got to do, do, do this. I have to do this. I have to do that. Yeah. You get to see a different side of your kids in that way, like the funniness, the silliness, and then they see you, like, totally not knowing how to do, and then they're teaching you. Yeah. There is something about that, like, Mom, just do this, or I can't build a wall if I want it. Like, I, I die so much in the game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just funny. It yeah, is fun because I'm stepping into their world, and yeah. that's something that this book is teaching me a lot. Instead of asking them to come to me, I'm coming to them. And like, yeah. what are you into? Yeah. What can I be a part of in your life? Right. So that's good. This wasn't on there, but as I'm sitting here listening to you talk about Fortnite, I'm reminded of Legos and the Lego role, uh, the role that Legos has played in your life with your boys. And then I also so just take a few minutes for me, talk about that, and then um, also. Go ahead. Can you plug the books that you have published? Because we want to make those available. Um, and and they're a huge blessing. I know um, they've been a huge blessing in my life. And so I would want you to talk just a little bit about that. I love how you're meeting your boys right where they are. So my husband also felt the call. Like, how can I um, be a part of their life and growing them to the Lord? And God put him like, um, our kids were yet much younger, and he was like, Legos, and David's like, well, I like Legos, you know, I'll play with them, and then he started um, writing a curriculum, a lesson, a book, and then we did it at our church years ago, and the kids loved it, and he's like, well, maybe I should make this a book, and we're like, I don't know, this is before, like, our brains were like, even, could we do a book? I don't know, you know, um, and so he made it, it's called Faith Builders, and it's basically building, building faith brick by brick. And um, our boys have loved it. And so we, we just want to encourage other, especially homeschoolers, because sometimes you're like, what are we going to do for Bible time? And not that girls won't like it, because they do, but our boys were very hands-on and, like, wanting to. And so it's like building projects and lessons, too. And they could do it by themselves or with others. Um, and then the Lord let me release um, the book that I'd been writing for almost eight years, Hedge of Protection, a Counterfeit Covering. And that released right before. Corona, COVID, everything. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like, that would have been so stressful in the midst of it. And um, we also help other people um, find their passion in writing. So we also illustrate, design, and publish other people's books. And we just released another um, client's book yesterday. So that was exciting. And we illustrated and designed. And um, that's been fun. And so my husband and I are doing that together. And that has been really exciting because we love working together. So... When I was preparing for this interview, the Lord dropped two things that he had me write. I mean, I wrote this in a blog post like five years ago. Okay. But this is for all you mamas and even parents out there. God doesn't call us to be perfect. He calls us to walk with purpose. Mm, yeah. Because he does have a plan for our children, and that does give me hope. Yes. I'm like, oh, just help me to help, me to help them, basically. Yes. And then as parents, we need to be intentional in shaping our children with an eternal perspective. So although I want my kids to read well and do math and science and history, I want them to know eternity is so important. What they do now will affect them for years to come. Right. 
Absolutely. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing those with us. And with that, we are done. Oh my gosh, our first interview, Johanna. <laughs> we are so grateful you joined us today. And I am so grateful that God surrounds us with community, that we are not doing this journey, not, not our homeschooling journey, not our parenting journey, not just walking this earth alone. He is giving us fellowship. He's asking us to do it together and to share as different parts of the body the gifts and skills that he's given us. And I so appreciate everything you had to say today. So all of these resources will be linked on the show notes page and as along with um, Johanna's bio so you can get to know her and where you can find her. We, we will have all that linked for you. So thanks again, Johanna, Thank for coming and being a part of Hopeful Homeschool. We are so excited to always um, just ask the Lord for his grace and his hope to fill our hearts when we start each day as we homeschool our kiddos with a heart full of hope. For this upcoming week, we'd like to invite you to meditate on this breath prayer. The breath prayer is found in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 6. And the verse talks about Christ being faithful over God's house as a son, and that we are his house. So when you meditate on this prayer, I want you to think about your home and the Lord being over your home. And when you say to him, Jesus, you are faithful, and I am your home. You will feel that he is with you right then in that moment. As a reminder, we have created for you a screensaver. You can find the screensaver on the Facebook group is in one of the um, the one of the links is there. And then you can also find it on Instagram. We have a direct link from Instagram. And of course, it's going to be in the show notes for you to be able to click on that and find it readily. So once again, as you meditate on Jesus being faithful and that you are his home, you can know that he is with you right then and there every time that you turn your heart back to him. <laughs>